Fellas, what's good? Hey, what's good? What's up, brother? What's going on? That's good. All right, today we continuing the legacy. Y'all ready for that? Let's get it. Let's mm. get it. Let's get it. Let's get it, man. Hey, what you got over there, Mike? What you? What you? Something slight? It's, um, yeah, something slight. Let's go with that. Yeah, it's like, it's like Jack and Coke. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to think of something he was so smooth, bro. He was like, he, he really he was. was. He was like, yeah, nah, yeah, shit. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, like, I ain't got shit, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah Absolutely, man. Hey, welcome to Honesty on the Table, where our mission is to cultivate a space of vulnerability, transparency, and humble curiosity that serves as healthy roots for individual and collective progress. And we would not be here without the brothers and self-awareness. So let's go ahead and start with the check-in. How y'all feeling, man? It's episode eight, y'all. Sheesh. Oh, man. Yeah, it's the last. Like, last one. We really like... I've been thinking about this shit all week, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Really? You was thinking about it all week too? <laughs> For sure, bro. Like, what you mean? I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit, bro. Like, who said that? Erica Badu, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm just like, damn, like, it's, you know, it's here. And I'm happy to, um, you know, really done this journey with y'all. You know, we had a vision, we put it together, and now we're bringing it out to the people. So, yeah, man, I had a good time rocking with y'all this season, bro. Real talk. Sure. I'm excited for the other seasons to come, man. Yeah, man. I'm feeling good, bro. A little loose. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's the celebration loose, though. The good loose. You know? not, not the Kanye West VMA, VMAs. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he was on that Henny. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was, <laughs> he was, you know what's so crazy? Like, I used to drink Hennessy all the time, dog. You can ask Marlo, like, I brought straight? Hell nah, nigga. Oh. Like, what? Like, what? Hennessy was it? Hennessy hypnotic. I used to make the Incredible Hope. I know, right? Some weird It'll shit. Turn green. Yeah, it would turn green, you know. But isn't but like I don't I don't even want to smell Hennessy, bro. Like, mm-hmm. do you drink Hennessy? Uh, nah. The closest thing I get to dark, it really has to be a good night. To be honest, like I have to really be feeling myself to even drink for real, for real. Because I don't really drink. I enjoy some brown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me yeah, let me clarify that for my brown dreams out there. Hold on, you know what I mean. It's like I have I'll never turn my back on a brown one. <laughs> I I'm, I'm team brown. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like sometimes I do like a Jack and ginger ale, or you know what I'm saying, a whiskey sour. You know, do my Moscow Mule. Moscow Mule, yeah, sure. that's my joints right there. But nah, I don't mess with the brown like that. If not, I drink some water and might have like a ginger ale. That's it. Give yeah. a little fizz. Yeah. 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 That's about yeah. it, bro. All right, bro. Yeah. How'd you eat those? Oh, oh, that's good. Another path forward. Another path forward. Uh, another week forward on the path. So it was good. Good week. Solid. Real solid. Looking forward to um, the following seasons. You know, sometimes like as time goes on through the year, mm-hmm. you sort of look forward to this like change in weather, new opportunities that come about with the new month. You know, other things besides like what you got going on and cooking up. So I just. And I'm looking forward to what things can happen throughout the year um, going forward. So, yeah, good week. Absolutely. Yes, sir. No. Usual. Yeah. Oh, man. What, what, what's the next <laughs> out of time, bro? Oh, it was pretty good. What was it? <laughs> that's, that's, that, I, how you do that shit? Did you put the emphasis on it? <laughs> what is it, bro? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, my week is, has been great. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. Oh, man. <laughs> Same motion, bro. It's just like I'm here, bro. Yeah. Like, as long as I'm breathing, as long as I get that blessing the next day, bro. Hmm. I'm Don't grateful, you wake bro. Up, bro. Like 
I'm good. I'm good, bro. I don't like, care what happens. When, isn't it cool? Like, like being comes present, away, bro. Hmm. You it's know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm straight, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like that yesterday. So, so yeah. Yeah, my week. I'm here, still here, so I'm going to be straight. Also, I'm looking forward to uh, season two for sure. This season was great, and we've been uh, progressing throughout the whole season by episode. Mm-hmm. So I know season two, we're about to go crazy. crazy. Yeah, man, we're going to have to have a lot of conversations of whether we're going to extend season two, whether we're going to have to go for 10 or try to lump it all in in eight. Like we have so many things cooking up for season two. I came up with two, three, four different episode ideas. I shared one of them with Elijah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was waiting for y'all to come in, but I want us to get into like the soundtrack of our lives, talking about the music. You know what I'm saying? Really talking about how certain aspects of black culture help frame our identity in music. Mm-hmm. Come on. Right, right. Come right. on. It was, it was. That's going to be different. Music going to be different. When we talk about. I'm, the, I'm ratchet as hell. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, man. Can't wait to argue over what songs. What was the best song on that Rich Gang mixtape? That's gonna be that's that's that that Rich Gang that first whatever the, whatever the name of the intro is. Uh, first song, lifestyle. No, it's not lifestyle. Uh, um, Givenchy, Givenchy, yeah, Givenchy, Givenchy, Givenchy. I like that Marie. Milk Marie, she got everything. Milk Marie. I just remember the bad stuff and the milk. Yeah. yeah, it was a vibe. Yeah, that was a vibe. We really landed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell them, tell them it's still a classic. I mean, it's a top five mixtape, bro. It is, it is. Dude. I wish they could stay together. That's, yeah. We don't get into that. Yeah. It was my chill week, bro. Yeah, hey, slow motion, man. Slow motion, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't stop, mate. Don't stop. I'll speak us out. I'm doing. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How you been the bitch is doing? Man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. How the bitch report a lot for doing? You know what I'm saying? Business is doing well, man. I'm Mike, I'm listening. <laughs> you, we never know what to expect from Mike when it, when, when I'm t- discussing my day. Oh man, so um, nigga, I don't know discuss for you. I'll be surprised. Oh man, but hey, man, every, everything's been slow motion, and 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 we, like, you know, like Jalen said, we we constantly moving forward, man. Constant elevation, and and even though you get hit sometimes. You know, you it's all about how you hit back, right? So when you get hit, you know, it's about boom, okay, boom, I take that and you keep swinging. So that's that's where I'm at right now. Um, everything ain't peachy. Um, and that and that's okay too, you know, no complaints. Uh, so now, now we discuss that. Let's get into breaking bread, man. You know, what a butter with the bread at. All right, we're gonna start with the health tip of the day. This time, right. I'm gonna switch things up for the last episode, okay? All right, health tip. All right, so. You know the term like yellow, right? Like you only live once type shit. Like, of course. Yeah. Why is it? Is it? Do y'all think like in our society today, like we always like? I ain't saying looking to like leave this earth early, but it's like nobody really cares to like preserve their body to live longer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, just call myself. You know, speak speak for myself. Now I smoke, mm. right? I drink. You know, things that I know are bad for my body, like. Mm. Do y'all like y'all think about like what age I want to go? What do you mean? Hundred, like nigga, I did. Nigga, what I said, like a pass on. Yeah, a hundred, a hundred, a to go. Hundred the hundred steps on. Hundred, yeah, bro. Like, I, 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 I don't, Get dot me thirty years for, for everybody else. Everybody say honey, honey, like dude, you looking 
We don't envision ourselves being old and decrepit at 100. Yeah. Like, we have some insight that when we make our investments in the healthcare system, right. we're going to put ourselves in position to be like Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte looks great. Louis Farrakhan, he's in his 80s. He looks great. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to, I want a smooth play of my way into 100. Exactly. And that means taking care of your body. Like Mike said, you know, it's those small investments you make. That will help you get there, but go ahead. Nah, I mean, it, it was a, <laughs> definitely not seventy, right? But but the thing for me is that I never thought about the age. I always thought about the impact. So when you fra- mm. when you phrase it like that, it's like, and I I've never I've never shared this with anybody. Uh, but you know, I used to have this dream of like I was like in the in the dream I'm with I'm with a conglomerate of black men, right? And we're in this back room and we're planning. And in this plan, it's like this blueprint of various communities, right? I like what we see, like, okay, boom, we got houses here. We have, you know, recreational centers here, parks here, et cetera, right? We're planning. And then what ends up happening in this, in this dream is that I get on stage, right? And it's like a lot of momentum and it's, you know, it's just this crazy energy. And for whatever reason, like I get shot in my heart. Right. Oh, wow. And I don't know what happens next, but this has been a recurring dream that's happened two to three times that I've seen. Like I've seen us planning something and then like the energy is there, like from the people. Right. They're going crazy. And it's like I get ready to speak. And it's like that happens. Wait, who's playing something? Like, like we're planning something. Like, are you us in this room? Like, no, I'm not saying. I, I don't know. I said group of men. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really know who it is. It's, but it's like you, you see, you like. We, I got you. Yeah, we okay. literally have. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry, Mike, but I already put us there. Yeah, like we. You we, know what I'm saying? I already put us there. Like, like we, we literally have a map, and we're playing. Like whatever we're like, we're like, yo, like no, like five years. Like it's like everything is like mapped out, mm-hmm. and then it's like I get on stage, and then that happens, and so that's why when you say that. And I've told that to, you know, women that have been in my life that I, you know, that, you know, for if things were going to go to marriage, I've expressed that because that's something that, you know, I know if it did happen, how would she be able to, you know, deal with carrying on the legacy, right? Getting almost, you know, before we get into the topic, that's, and that's something that's happened. And so I say that all to say, you know, I've never thought about the age that I would die because I always thought it would come, you know, when I was at the height of my impact. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's so, yeah. Shit. Back on the health tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, okay. Well, well, I'm gonna give you guys some healthy habits to help you live longer. <laughs> we gonna make it to 100 together, bro. Right? Number one, bro. Maintain a healthy body weight. All right. Listen. We don't have to fat shame. Because I think it's a bad thing when you talk about somebody. You know. Like they're less than because of their circumstance, right? Or anything to do with gender or do a race, right? But I think you're fat, right? No, no cap. Like you, you need to work out, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like maintain that healthy weight, bro. I, you know, I think, I think it's in China, right? Um, They have it to where like, because you know, they provide like free healthcare and shit like that. But you have to like, 
basically like I guess like do a physical every year to where you have to maintain like a certain mm. I'm gonna necessarily say like BMI or nothing like that, but like you have to maintain a certain type of like healthy profile in order for them to c- continue to insure you, which is why they're very big on like a lot of physical act, you know, doing stuff physically, like a lot of older people in China and stuff like that. They do, they're always outside. Everybody's always outside doing some type of activity. And that's one of the reasons why it helps to maintain a healthy lifestyle. I wish we could adapt that here in this country, you know, where we can really promote health, not for like a, like to please the eyes, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, oh, you look good, your body looks good, six pack more just so like live longer, you know, be there for, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, be there for my people. Like, you know, if I'm stuck in a wheelchair because I can't, you know, I got my, I can't walk or nothing like that, like, that's not gonna help nobody out. I'm not gonna help the kids out. Like, you know, I, I wanted to promote a healthy lifestyle more in this country. I think we, we're too, I'm, and I, I don't, I don't wanna say accepting is the word, but I think we're too like, you're you're afraid to speak up and like tell you to like say the truth and it says like hey bro like yeah I'm I'm not talking about you in your way but I'm like hey like you need you know like if you need, it's unhe- you're unhealthy like you period like it, there's factual evidence that you are unhealthy and let's get to that point so maintain a healthy body weight all right um enjoy regular physical exercise every day get out and do something period go walking you know play basketball. Play tennis. Right. You know, bro, tennis. You know, y'all want to see me in that too, by the way. Y'all, you don't want to see me in swimming either, too, bro. Okay. All right. <laughs> he was a competitive swimmer. This guy's a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, I don't believe the hype. But yeah, man, like, do something physical every day. <laughs> do something, physical. For everybody today, do something physical every day, man. Get out there and be active, all right? Um, eat and mate, eat a healthy, balanced diet. All right? Food pyramid. <clears throat> Learn about that in school. Very simple. Uh, I think another thing too is that our proportions of food in the you know the West, right? That's what they call it, the West. You know, the Western hemisphere. Hemisphere. The way we eat is ridiculous. Like I even think about myself right now. Like I'm thinking about talking about getting a steak, right? I used to like go to Longhorns and get like a 22 ounce steak and eat that shit right then and there by myself. Mm. Like with this much vegetables. And, you know, barely look like mm-hmm. just trash, like horrible balance. You know what I'm saying? I, it's always, it's always more vegetable, less meat. You know, I know they have that. Um, that's one of those diets that, um, what is it? The Mediterranean diet It's where they focus on that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. more vegetables, less meat, you know, oils and stuff like that. Healthy stuff that's on that food pyramid. So don't just got to be vegan meat lovers. All right. We still be healthy. Don't let them tell you the bullshit. All right. <laughs> all right. Two. Oh, make good social connections. Isn't that crazy? To help you live longer? Like, to actually, like, make connections with people. And that's going to, I guess, help bring you life. Like, isn't that weird? Less stress. That's true. The key word is healthy. Yeah. And you're in the opposite of that. Toxic motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Less stress. What was that thing we were talking about last episode? Don't even stretch yourself out. You know, say no. Say no. (laughs) Say no, less stress, man. I so much and sadly, the last one is drink less less alcohol. I'm gonna say about that. Drink less alcohol. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't with that last one right there. You're not feeling that one, man. I like a good, you know, I like people to drink. I don't say more. That's a little OD. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little OD. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like people should enjoy a drink, man. Drink responsibly. Enjoy life. Bro. Enjoy life, man, you know? Yeah. 
And do, you, do you guys have that philosophy where it's like, I'm going to go the way I want to go? Like, you know how like, people like, old oh, people stuck in their ways, right? Like, yo, you know, you, I know everybody got an auntie or a grandma that's a little weight, overweight. And it's just like, grandma, you know, if you change this one thing with your, with your diet, you know. Baby, when is my time? Right. Yeah. But boy, I ain't worried about that. Do, got do, do y'all have that? Do y'all have that type of mentality where it's like, I'm going to go out, like, I'm going to do this vice or whatever it is that might not be the perfect thing, but I'm going to do it because, like, I don't, not necessarily give a fuck, but it's just like, that's what I want to do. That sounds like complacency to me. Yeah. You already okay. said, back to book, Sounds like comfortability to me. Yeah. Sounds like excuses to me. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like you rather stalemate at life, be stagnant instead of evolve. Exactly. Come on, man. And then, Marlo, what we what we cutting the bread up for, and uh, how many <laughs> slices? Yeah, how many? What, what we selling them slices for? And me? also to add to the help yeah. tip, please, y'all drink water. Yeah, that's facts. Like, like for real, good drink some water, bro. Like, like all that what you said consists of, bro. Simple, that simple, water, simple military, bro. That's two it. cups every meal. That's it. Every time you eat a meal, bro, water. two cups of water, mm-hmm. and you stay hydrated throughout the day. Yeah. All right. You want to put that in water bottle form, at least. Five bottles of water a day. Yeah. But, financial tip, let's get to the bag. Yes, sir. So I left off with talking about the fleet cards. So now we're going to talk about um, the top tier um, cash cards or cash reward cards. So this is beneficial for businesses to open a small business. Credit cards is a great way to streamline day-to-day business expenses while enjoying Enjoying added perks such as rewards and purchase protection. Uh, the line of credit can help your cash flow by giving you the ability to make purchases that can help you fulfill your business orders. Right. So I got a few examples of um, the top cards in their, their set category. So for best travel perks, um, they say the business platinum card from American Express has the best travel perks. Uh, for the best bonus earnings, they says the Chase Inc. Business Preferred credit card is the best in that tier. And then the best for unlimited businesses, I mean, business cash back would be the Capital One Spark Cash Plus card. And that's the green one. And y'all know platinum is the silver. And then the Chase Inc. is like that that navy blue. They got the little ink on it. And that's it. Bro. That makes sense. And then the MS got the best rewards, bro. I love yeah, it. yeah. I love and then the then the ultimate finesse, you know, I always gotta give y'all some gems about it. When you got your business or even like building up your personal credit, pay everything on your credit cards. Period. Everything on your credit cards. Yeah, Calculate those points, get those rewards, get those cash back. Do all that. Because the finesse at the end of the day is once you get those points. Those points will really afford to give you free trips yearly, yeah. on a yearly basis. You get what I'm saying? So y'all gonna run it up, always put it on the credit card. If you're spending money, always spend it on the credit card. And then, you know, pay it back responsibly. Just you just automate the transfer. That's yeah. it. From it's your, the same. From your debit exactly. It's the same money. It's the same money. That's it. But just get a benefit from the money. Because the cash back is technically a discount per every transaction. And if you really, uh, really look into like your, um, your benefits per car, it will tell you what specific locations will give you 3%, 5%, 10%. Capital so One. You, Capital One is great for that. Yeah. And then some, and some, um, uh, um, 
uh, credit line such as American Express Capital One, you can add like a little uh, browser app to your um, like your Google Chrome extension. And when you go to shop and click, they'll automatically give you these discounts according to whatever uh, business or company that you're with. Capital One Shopping. So, yeah, Capital Am- One Shopping. Amazon and Capital One Shopping are definitely yeah. making the making so, uh, full steam ahead on that. Yeah, y'all get them credit cards, y'all get y'all credit rights. Good partnership. Yeah. And then, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I believe season two, we're going to talk about uh, personal credit. And we're going to talk about uh, probably... Just the structure of it and how to maintain it and also uh, build and remove things on your credit as well. Absolutely. So this is what happens when you break bread, right? Break bread, get you a couple slices, sell them, you know. And so the main course, legacy, Mm -hmm. legacy, legacy, legacy. So before I even get ready to go into this deep dive, what's the first word that comes to mind when you hear Legacy, when you speak legacy, when you think legacy, what's the first word that comes to mind, Mike? First word that comes to mind when you say legacy, pressure. Mm. Jalen. Generations. Mm. Milo. I was going to say generational. Well, but then I say legacy, first thing that comes to mind is me. Mm. That was mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was mine. That was mine. That was mine. That was mine. And so and so here we are with the main course discussing legacy. And for me, I like to always go to the etymology of the word, break it down, look at where it came from, the origins, so that we can unpack and really have a heartfelt discussion at a high level, right? So legacy. Legacy derives from the word legacy, C-I-E, which means body of persons sent on a mission. I repeat, legacy derives from legacy, C-I-E, meaning body of person sent on a mission, an ambassador, an envoy, a deputy, somebody that is commissioned with a task to fulfill. Mm-hmm. Now, when we break down the word legacy, we have leg. A leg is a part of the body. It is not the body in and of itself. So, what is the purpose and the function of the leg? To move you forward or to move you back? So when we start discussing legacy, we have to be asking ourselves, are we moving forward? And if we're moving forward, are we walking? Are we crawling? Or are we running? And then from there, if we're moving forward, we have to evaluate at what point were we moving back? Were we ever moving back? Have we constantly been moving forward every generation? And so when we think about legacy and thinking about the concept of the body, in order for you to be moving forward, the question becomes where are you going? Because you cannot just continue. It's a, and a lot of times we, you know, people do this, right? <clears throat> people can confuse being busy with being productive, right? And, 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 you know, Denzel always talks about this. He's like, it's a lot of people that you can just be just walking in place and going nowhere. So when you're thinking about your legacy and you know that the root word means that you are sent on a mission, you have to attach. You have to attach you moving forward with some set mission, some purpose that is bigger than just you, because you know that there are more people that come after you that are a part of the body. Now, so the first question is, right? What is your mission? What is your mission? 
that is attached to your legacy that you are in pursuit of, right? What is your mission that is attached to your legacy that you are in pursuit of? And are you moving forward? Or do you think that where you are, your condition, your circumstances, the lack of knowledge, lack of a blueprint, do you think that you're sliding back? <laughs> Good question. Um, I mean, I mean, for myself, I guess the legacy I want to to leave, right, is just a legacy of, um, you know, being, I guess, one of the people that started. I want to say the movement of generational wealth within my family. Um, I want to be the foundation for that, um, to where generations after me are just building upon. The, the you know the success that I've reached and just building on top of that so you know we don't have to worry about giving up our time for money like straight mm-hmm. up like you know how people talk about on the what are the, um, pension kids mm-hmm. like kids that are oh they're living out their you know yeah. they're not pension but we call it um, trust fund trust, trust fund kids yeah, yeah trust fund baby yeah. like who the fuck don't want to be that <laughs> right like right. you know what I'm saying like right, I would right. love for that stuff to happen so like that's yeah. one of my things like I want to be able to set where my kids don't even ever have to worry about working. They can worry about focusing on things that can make, you know, the society better or the things that they really want to pursue, you know, versus like, all right, damn, like, I really want to do this. You know, you were talking last episode with the whole lawyer, but what if I want to be an actor? You know what I'm saying? Like, now you already taking care of your family because you're the lawyer, you're bringing this money, but it's not something that you're really happy with doing. Mm -hmm. I want to just eliminate that. So that's, that's one of my things I want to leave in my list. Which leg are you in the race? Are you the first leg that's that's getting to this generational wealth, or do you think you're the second leg that's passing it off? Which leg are you? In uh, I would say that I'm the. Hmm. Am I the first leg to try to do the generational wealth? Yes. Hmm. But would would that be the first leg? Because don't you still need like? Because you you need, you need like you need that like you know like for me like I say with my parents like they made an a uh, comfortable enough environment for me I guess to even think like that does that mm-hmm. make sense mm-hmm. you know so i mean but i i would be the first person trying to i guess create that big generational so basically well, if this was a four by four what leg are you four by one track yep and do you feel like so if you say first do you feel like you're sliding yeah, you did, and because yeah, I think that that's what I do. Some, I, think I, I feel like I'm sliding a little bit, but like I feel like I needed that foundation that my parents laid in order for me to even like you know what I'm saying. Like I feel like every generation is supposed to get better. You know, my grandma, did, what did she want to do? Bro, save, save, save. Cool. She wanted my dad to go to school. Dad went to school. Okay, cool. Dad got a job. He gets you know retirement pension plan. That's what he wanted. You know, that's the that was the goal of their generation was to have that. And then like I feel like our goal of our generation is to be like oh like. I want to make money doing what I want to do. Like, you know, it doesn't, I don't have to go to school. I don't have to do this. Like there's other ways to right. create wealth and I want to create generational wealth. So I don't want to work like, so. So would you look at them as maybe the coach? And then now you, does it make you, does it make it more comfortable to say, okay, like maybe they were the coach and then they prepared you for that first leg of the race. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hmm. JB. I'm still stoned, man. So many, whenever I have to go. 
I'm still stoned. Yeah, I'm still stoned. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, uh, I don't, I don't know yet. Yeah, I'm still stoned. Okay. Yeah, because the honesty on the table, right? Like, I understand where Mike is coming from when he's talking about his parents and everything like that. But when it comes to the question, was it truly progress or was it living life? Because we still got to pay bills. We still got to get a job. Right. But was it truly progress in the leg to hand you the baton and be like, here, son, this is this is what I left for you. And I need you to handle this, and this and this is the plan. No. So you're the first leg. So you're the first. So leg. you're the first leg. But, but yeah. like I, I get what you're saying with that part, but like I don't know. I'm, 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 let, me, let me let me think about it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that's like when you was asking the question. That's what kind of was in my head. I'm like, am I the first leg? Did was it really progressive, or was it just it was just really living life? Really surviving at the end of the day. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Damn. So, like, to answer that, I would say, like, I'm the first leg. And I would just take the example you said. Like, of course, they was coaching us and stuff like that. But it wasn't in the coaching of, son, this is what you need to do, A to B. This was more of we're learning from your mistakes. We know what we don't like, so therefore this is how we're going to move. And also, and also molding you to like what their definition of success is, correct? Versus you trying to find your own definition. Where it's like, oh well, you know, like my dad tell me all the time, like, you know, I'm just glad you guys are working society, you know, working class citizens, paying your taxes and shit like like, you know, like my dad wants me to to do 20 years in the military. I'm at year 11. And I'm just like, bro, like, nah, like, I, I can't. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, he that's his definition of success for me, but my definition is, you know, way bigger. So right. I, I get what you're saying with that. So. Right. And then to piggyback on that, that he has a different level of success for you, but your level of success. Comes down to it, it's kind of like, with him... I'm trying to make this point. I'm trying to make it. It's kind of like with his level of success and yours, how can he like truly, in a sense, lead you to hand you that baton if your level of success is greater than what he mentally already thought he wanted for you? You get what I'm saying? So that's how I'm coming back in the, the full circle of we're the first leg, or well, you're the first leg. I'm the first leg. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I got you. Rock I got you cooking, bro. I got you cooking. I can feel it. You can feel it. I, I got Jay yeah. right now because that's what he was trying to really kind of figure yeah. out. But yeah, I got you, bro. I got you. Bro. Cool, cool, bro. Yes, sir. And I'm gonna add this to you as you go in, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all remember the movie Inception? With, with Leonardo DiCaprio, one of my top five. One of my top five. Yeah, top five favorite movies or top five? I, watched five? I had to watch it three times. I, I watched it multiple times. I top five. Top five, five favorite movies. I think we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm definitely, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, right? And so, like, the concept of Inception, as we know, is, right, to, in the entire movie, you're unpacking these layers of the conscious going into the unconscious to plant an idea. And in this entire movie, they're looking to unravel 
these layers of this particular individual because he believed his father told him something and he based everything that he did off of what he thought his father told him, right? And then when they simply changed the idea, he changed as well. So like when we're, when we're, when we're like connecting like legacy and lineage and really thinking about what our parents want and how we can really steward like our own ships, we're, we're like, whether consciously or unconsciously, we're thinking about how it impacts them. Like, what would my father want me to do? Even when you think about the Lion King, right? Like that entire, like Simba is dealing with this complex of like, well, what, what would Mufasa do? You know, like, and you know, and that he wrestles with that even as a grown, you know, living like a lion. Like he's still wrestling with like, what would my father do? He's looking up to the sky. He's trying to find these answers. So um, in, in, in going into this, Jalen, like, when when I'm saying, OK, what is your mission in this pursuit on this, quote unquote, generational wealth? Like, like, what is your specific mission? Do you think that you're still like you're still waiting? Are you waiting? Are you looking up, you know, thinking about like, what does my father, my grandfather really want me to do? Or do they want me to do anything at all? Are, are, are they even in a position to even tell me what to do? Right. Like, should I even give them, you know, should I even give them that? You know, so that so as you unpack this, I really want you to kind of kind of kind of unpack those layers on that, on on what is it that is the mission and where are you getting it from? Hmm. I told him I told Marlo this all the time. <clears throat> we see it in our communities of those who are successful celebrities who made it. They seem like overnight those who grind to it, those who sacrifice themselves for it. Um, you know, billionaires, engineers, you know, um, <clears throat> venture capitalists, whoever that we may know who are black, you know, whoever, who broke through commercial real estate, whatever. These folks had a lot to sacrifice and give of themselves. And what we've been talking about these past couple of episodes is finding the balance between being true to oneself, evolving, searching within your own spirit. For those messages, those messages from your ancestors when you look in the sky, when you look up into the sky, those messages through your parents, those messages from your close people that you really, really vet and you hold in your close circle, you're feeding off of their energy to give you that idea, to give you that spark, to give you something that was either lying dormant that you actually found out 10 years, 10 years ago that you was frantically like enthusiastic about venturing. But now it just came back <clears throat> around 10 years later and you have an opportunity to actually double down on that. I think about when I want generational wealth, what I aspire for generational wealth is based on simple principles that we fail to exercise in this life, in this country, in the Western world, which is ways in which to be honest, ways in which to communicate, ways in which to collaborate ways in which to endure when you go through failure, ways in which to not look at fear of failure as a death sentence, for people not to look at failure as a death sentence, ways in which to communicate difference, ways in which to profess one's love and loyalty and respect and honor of self first and whomever and whatever they're dealing with and making that fluid. I wanna to continue to spread a message. My mission is to continue to spread a message that it's okay to be yourself. It's okay to be honest. It's okay to say no. 
it's okay to put yourself first because as much as people like to make it out to be morbid and very selfish and dark, people say, oh, I came into this world alone and that's how I'm going to leave. Okay, I got to flip. You came into this world alone. So in the end of the day, you make choices alone. You sit with the choices you made each day alone. You go to bed on your time by yourself, even if you have your significant other in the bed. You're going in that alone. You're controlling your own body. You're controlling your own mind. And you're giving these messages, these ideas to stay true to self, to find this purpose, to connect dots that will lead you to certain opportunities so you can always continuously move forward. You do not want to go backwards, but sometimes you have to to take five more steps. Sometimes, and this is a point you didn't make, you didn't uh, bring up. I was like, man, why are you going to say this part? Sometimes we just got to stay still. We talk about that, too, when it comes to faith. Just be still. Don't lean on your own understanding. Be still and wait for the Lord. If we want to get biblical. A lot of celebrities like the Russell Simmons and folks of the world, a lot of gurus, a lot of Buddhists will say stillness is the way through success because you find time for self to reflect and assess the ways in which you engage with the world and how the world engages with you. And knowing that the way in which I communicate with you is of clear, is of, is of clarity, is of transparency, is of humble curiosity and with a sense of vulnerability because I'm trying to involve, I'm trying to evolve and progress as, the, as an individual, but I also have an insight and a hope that everyone around me, when I instill this same mission and faith and principles, that it becomes collective. So the mission of this podcast is a mission that I wrote with that intention. That's the best way to describe the mission. Because in life, because in life, that's what you are doing. You're vulnerable. Every choice you make, calculated L's, you're taking a risk. That's vulnerability. And you're being transparent about it because you have to take a calculated risk in your transparency to be honest with yourself. And you have to be humble enough to receive whatever gets in return, whatever consequence that is. So you have to be humble to receive that. It becomes curiosity because whenever you're curious, that means you're willing to learn. That's why I put the humble in front of curiosity. I had to reassure the fact that when and once curiosity is a sense of humility, whenever you go to YouTube because you like wig installs, you're curious as hell. Like, why are women cranking this out? This, that's a crazy business. Like, that business is booming. Shit, I need to get myself involved in that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got the time, but, you know, certain things like that. I'm talking about cosmetics, whatever. You know, tech, stocks. You are curious. That means you're open to learn. You're willing to learn. So let me cap it by saying you got to be humble first. Whenever you're vulnerable and open to a space where you are ignorant or where you're trying to seek knowledge, how to always maintain that curiosity. Always be humble and continue to spread that love. I'm not perfect. We all know we're not perfect. So if I make a if I make a mistake, please give me time and forgive me and give me the time to apologize for that or to make it right. But folks get castigated out here for just forgetting to do something, forgetting to answer the phone or overslept and people are being thrown under the bus left and right. And it's like, yo, give me time to be vulnerable and, and try to clean up my mess or try to double down and continue to move forward and progress as an individual and as a collective. I need you to be equally as humble to me as I am to this situation and to this life. 
My mission is to create wealth. How do I create wealth about being authentic? <laughs> How do you create wealth about being authentically yourself? I, I, I mean, that's why we idolize certain people. We idolize who are successful because they were authentically themselves. They had to sacrifice some things, but they were authentically themselves. But I want to be authentic in reminding people of the principles that we all shall share and that we all should continue to live because there are people who are successful that have fallen off those principles and we see them crumbling before our very eyes because they lost their fundamentals. They lost the rules of the game. Your goal is not to just to make money. Your goal is not just to become hot shit. Your goal is to put your family on. Your goal is to find ways to live longer. Your goal is to find new ideas to double down on whatever foundation you just created that landed you to that success opportunity. You find a ways to evolve. You find a ways to change your style up, change the way in which you live, the way in which you eat, the people you engage with, on which times. Like, give me that time and space to do that. And let's prioritize what we talked about early on a few episodes before, normalizing being in process. And that requires you being vulnerable. That requires you telling people, I don't know. I don't think I have it to help you. I have things going on for myself. I can deliver on that. But trust me, if you continue to invest in me and I'll invest in you, we collectively can get better. But you got to give me space to better myself in my own time, in my own mind, and in my own peace and solitude. We haven't normalized that. And I want to continue to spread that message. Now, just through this conduit as a podcast and other ventures I have, I have cooking up in my own mind, ideas that my ancestors have implanted in me based on inception, if you want to use that reference, I'm searching and I'm seeking that. So I consider myself to be the first leg to answer your question, but I have parents who aspire to try to create wealth before they leave us. They're like, damn, man, like I'm about to retire. My mom's about to retire at the end of the year. She served 26 years at Fulton County Tax Commissioner's Office. You know, she need, she had a baby, which was me, and she needed to find a way to get insurance to make sure the baby had insurance. So she got this job working in 26 years. She's going to retire. She has so many other things that she wants. She has planned for herself and she wants to double down on those things when she retires. Now, if she makes it and cracks it, who's the first leg now? You know what I'm saying? Like, because she found a way to find that maneuver to get access to wealth and resources and time because she had the free time of retirement while I'm still in school, bogged down and committed to that. She happens to break the bank and she had an organized system now she can, she's put in position to be the first leg and I become second leg. True. My dad is talking about doing the trucking business. You know that when it comes to supply management, there's a big need in the trucking industry and supply management. He's been doing CD, he's been driving trucks for over 10, 15 years. And I was looking to get back into that and he wants to create his own trucking company. So if he does that, he's founded as a businessman ways in which to bring the bank while I'm still finding myself out. So it can be interchangeable. I could be the first leg passing it to my own parents right. and they double down and they go to the third leg, which could be our great, well, you know, my kids or their grandchildren. It could be interchangeable. It depends on the circumstance and it depends on people believing in themselves to know that they can still do it. I think another issue we find with our parents or just Gen X, when we talk about generation, mm -hmm. the difference between our generation and previous generations is that to Mike's point, some folks just have a goal of retirement, pension, social security. I'm straight. But that's not all there is to your life. Who's to say that you retire? Like my mom, she's going to retire this year. She will be 55. And God bless her with another 35. I want to live forever. Another, you know, 35, 45 years. She gets to 100. Mm -hmm. 
why would you want to just sit on your ass and just deal with retirement and pension and vacate for 35 years? Why haven't you continued to evolve? Get involved in painting. Get involved in something. You know what I'm saying? Continue to flow and you and work with life. Don't end. I, I tell Marlo, there's no end with me. There's no end. There's no like, oh, I'm going to retire. I'm going to kick my feet up, sit my ties. I'm going to go on vacation, but there's no end point for me. I'm going to always look and search for my purpose. I'm going to always look and search for my reason to continue to live this life and double down on my collective, my individual and collective progress. But that may start as me being first leg or maybe second leg, but it all comes back down to circumstance. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but initially, just thinking right here, right now, how I feel as of today, 2022, I feel like I'm first leg. First leg. Hmm. You know, I, I I did this internship and law school at Microsoft, and it was a great opportunity. And I was in a condo in Seattle. And my roommate, he was also in the program, and he had a Jewish upbringing. His father was a lawyer, and his father's father was also very well off. And I remember he had this conversation with me. We got closer over time because we were like completely from two different worlds, right? He's like Manhattan, New York, well-loved, well-privileged, super sharp, smart, sarcastic type of guy. I'm Southern. I don't, I don't even know what it's like to be in Manhattan. It's just completely different, different understandings and upbringings. And we used to always have like these just heated conversations about just like lives and sake and texture, everything, literally. And I remember he said something to me. He said, he said, hey, bro. Uh, yeah. So my parents and my family, they passed down, you know, like this binder. Right. And in this binder, it's like how, how like how do you make money like through stocks and through bonds? Right. So like his father, like the entire family, they just passed down the same thing over and over again. They've developed a formula. They developed a blueprint for what works and what is successful. And I remember at the time he was asking me, he was like, hey, you want to just take a look at it? Hell yeah. And I was, it was, listen, listen, right? That was my, I've never, I had, first off, I, I had no idea at this point in time, I had no exposure, no idea about stocks, about bonds, crypto, any of those things. It, to me, because of where I had been in terms of like, let's say from the baton being passed, there was information and knowledge that I had never acquired. It was always something that sounded like a novelty, right? A romantic novelty. It sounds like something that's aspirational that you want to know about. And I think that some of us, you know, just to be honest, like we want to know about it, but it's like you, you know, it's kind of like you, you just, you really don't know. And I, you never had the money to even participate in the process of it. So now here, here comes, you know, my roommate at the time. And he's like, yo, like you want to just take a look at just like this blueprint. And I just, it, it had me kind of thinking about the fact that I didn't have a blueprint. So when we're thinking about legacy, right? What do you have a legacy to a legacy blueprint for that mission that you're undertaking? And who, and if you don't, who are the, the individuals that you can look to as inspiration to help guide you in creating this blueprint? Because what I, what I, what I often see happen Right. There's only one Michael Jackson. There's only one Prince. There's only one Michael. Like these greats, they're great. Right. They're phenomenal at whatever it is that they do. And then you kind of notice something. 
the generations that come after them, they never are able to really sustain, not saying that you have to get to that same level, but really sustain this, this similar situated level of greatness that comes thereafter. It's as if everything is kind of lost in translation and we become positioned where we're resting on the laurels of what happened, what preceded us before. So even when you think about our civil rights heroes, right? The icons, right? The mega, mega Evans, the, the uh, Malcolm X, Dr. King, Stokely Carmichael, Marcus Garvey, all of these great individuals. And then the question has to become, where's the blueprint? Is the blueprint just looking at what they did and saying, okay, don't do this, which is kind of what we touched on a little bit before, a little bit before. Or is it like, were they supposed to pass us something down? Were they supposed to give us the keys and say, look, no, look, this is the plan. Yes. This is this is where I left off at. This is what we got accomplished. This is what we could have did better. This is how you need to move. I already know the enemy that you're going to come into contact with. Here is the plan. Yes. Were they supposed to do that? Is that a part of handing off the baton? Or is it that we're just supposed to just look at them and just say, okay, all right, I think I'm going to learn from this. And then we end up making the same mistakes over and over again. So now the question that I have for us is, do you have a legacy blueprint to accomplish the mission that you set on to accomplish? And if you don't, if you don't, who are you looking at to influence that decision? Like, who are you looking at to help guide you? What would be like your top three, top five individuals around you, whether in your family or in celebrity or entertainment or whatever that you look at as reference points to help guide you toward that mission? Me and Lo were talking about it as we were just talking about discussing the questions, you know, pre-production. Um, I do look at, you know, for me, because we was talking, because as you're saying it, as I was sharing the question with Lo, is that we all individually have our own path, our own respective purpose, our own like talents and abilities. So the people we look to as influencers are going to be different and they're going to be more tailored to that person who's sharing those influences. So to me, when you're sharing about the activists of the past, like I, I see myself in, you know, wanting to hold myself to that regard. Um, so I look to the Malcolm X's and James Baldwin's and uh, me as a creator, as a writer, as a thinker, I look at Langston Hughes and the ways in which they talk about race, racial issues and, and overcoming and enduring and resisting and stuff like that. So I share many of their uh, testimonies and principles and values. And then I always this is something I did on Wikipedia. Whenever, you know, you learn about somebody, you go to Wikipedia and. Strangely, this is something I never shared before. Man, we all have these moments, right? <laughs> um Especially when we talk about death. I go directly to death. Mm. Whenever I go look Wikipedia, I look them up. I go directly to death. I'll see when, when they was born, they died. Okay, I go directly to death. What was the cause? And then it's like, okay, they were either murdered or they died older. And it was probably due to cancer or something like that. It was either in the States or it was in Africa somewhere, like Du Bois and... You know, Baldwin was in France and stuff like that when he passed. And I was just like, inherently, that probably was the question I was asking was, where's the blueprint? Like, I'm reading, like, I'm reading these these speeches. I'm watching these speeches. I'm reading these essays. And it's like, we're just, we're talking about the plight. They're sharing in their, you know, current fight in the plight of civil rights and stuff like that. But it's like, all they're professing is just, is hope. Like, I hope. Our next generation is this. 
the kids that come after us, hopefully they do this. It always speaks in the form of in the framing of hope instead of strategy. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and I think that's the part where we get lost in translation and we end up having to craft this blueprint ourselves is because we get so lost in, yeah, I hope the next one that come after me, I hope they do better than me. Okay, by doing what? Exactly. So it's like, okay, I want to be the next Michael Jackson. It's like, okay, Michael Jackson is the king of pop. We seen when he passed, the whole world was crying for months. So it was like, because of how much of an impact he made. And so it's like, okay, well, he made an impact in this space, but surrounded by shrouded in controversy and his own self-identity formation and stuff like that. And how that was changing for him as a black man, like he was undergoing a lot of shit. So he really couldn't tell you, sit down and tell you the blueprint. And I think it was killing us. It killed us when Prince died because Prince was given the blueprint about own your masters. Do this, do this, do this, do this. That's why when Prince passed, everybody was like, yeah, it's sort of kind of conspiracy to me. Why did he pass the way he did? Like he looks flaw- like he looked flawless, like, like he was great, 100% health. Like what happened? So the people who try to give us the blueprint, they end up unfortunately passing. Like when Nipsey passed, it was so unfortunate and it was so premature that it was like, bro, he was just getting cooking. Like he was just about to give you game. He already gives game in his interviews. So he was looking to really double down on that. Dr. Sebi. You get what I'm saying? He really was looking to double down on that. But it's like every time somebody tries to step up, they get cut down. And I think that's too, that's like, that. that's why it, um, for you, Porter, your subconscious vault consumed that thing. That's why when you dream and you have that, that, that morbid, you know, fatal ending, it's, you said it at the height of your success. That is something I had to, you know, t- you know, tear down in my own mind. That's part of why I went to therapy is learning that you can do it. You, 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 you'll be able to live the full extent of your life, go through all the heights of your success and you will not die. You will not be cut down prematurely. You will not have a hater out there lurking in the woods trying to take you out because they're not doing what you're doing. You will not have, you know, any unfortunate illnesses that will come and kill you and take you out like Chadwick or, or Virgil. Like you will not have any, like you have to talk yourself all these fucking, you have to talk yourself down mm-hmm. that, from that anxiety mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, we always see those movies of success come to a tragic end. Like, and remember the Titans when the white boy, I forgot his name, when he got into that car accident and got paralyzed from the waist down and remember the Titans, remember that? Mm-hmm. They won the chip and he dropped off in his Mustang and he got T-boned. It was just like, God, oh man, they were just about to get cooking. You know, they thought he was a senior. It's like, I hate that part in the movie. Stop showing me that. Like, I literally purposefully avoid that because it triggers me as a black man because it's like, I'm trying to craft a legacy blueprint. My current legacy blueprint, to answer the question, (laughs) um, I share that with Marlo too. Like, I said, it was written. It's the reason why I write all my journals. I write in all my journals. My journals is like the pre-blueprint to me actually laying the foundation. So I have points of reference when I have my eureka moments, when I have my low moments, when I have my high moments, when I have my in the zone moments. And at some point I will take the time to reflect and compile it all into one form, formal document or documents, pamphlets, based on how many books I got, journals I got, with with a story, with themes to put things in perspective. I'm not going to just tell you how to get money. I'm going to tell you how to be a better individual, nigga. How to humble yourself. Stop focus. This is another thing about generation two. Stop focusing on just the fucking bag all the time, man. Heal yourself. Heal yourself. Handle the traumas you got going on with your parents. Handle the generational curses that can trip you up too. We don't talk about that. 
We always talk about the bad generational wealth. Ah, break generational curses. Okay, but your ass is hesitant to go to therapy. Your ass is hesitant to actually have that hard conversation with your best friend that you had fallen out with. Your ass is hard to have. That's a part of generational curses because if you're keeping yourself quiet in a space, you will trip up. We talk about completing the full lap around the track, but we see a lot of flubs when that baton is passed. We see people trip on their start or they get off. That can be you. There's many people we see that do that as well. So when it comes down to your legacy blueprint, talk about ways in which you can help build the best character in your children, the best character in the people around you. Tell them to be selfless, but yet have a lot of self-respect too. You could be selfless and have self-respect, self-love, self-care. You could do both. Stop thinking it's either or. You'll cripple yourself that way. You can do both. And I think with my journals, it will start out as my pre-legacy blueprint draft. And then as I continue to experience and as I continue to write and I continue to take risks, calculated risks, it will continue to be crafted and it will just redefine itself. It'll be just new additions every, you know what I'm saying? Every few years or whenever I feel them jiggy enough to, you know, re-edit it. So, I mean, it's long way, man. I'll be going long winded, bro. Y'all just let me go, bro. Like, I'm let me go. I'm just on the table, uh, I would say for me, as far as the, the influence go, who I who I'm drafting from for the blueprint itself, uh, I would say you'll probably agree with this one, uh, Reginald Lewis. I'm reading it. I'm, I'm reading, reading it right, it right, now. right now. That's yeah. crazy. Reginald Lewis. Um, I like Clarence Avant. Black Godfather. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of insight. With, with Steve Harvey just from the interview so I'm gonna add him to that list mm-hmm. cause I just like his his end goal mm-hmm. at the end of it like that that whole land everything that that's fire um also as far as passion I would say uh I like Grant Cardone just on the on the real estate biz tip just liabilities and uh just just He's not with the liabilities at all. He's just asset, 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 asset. So that's the generational uh, uh, part of it. Um, I like, uh, I got like Les Brown. And then I would say, um, what's his name? Eric Thomas. Mm. So, so with me naming these five people, yeah. everybody has a kind of like a slot within the blueprint. So as Jalen was saying, with you know, teaching you how to be a decent human, a human being. Each person kind of cover the mental. Another person covers the spiritual. Another person covers the the wealth, and another person covers like the mental. So that's how I kind of gravitate and really just form at the end of the day who I am as a man. So within that process, when it comes to the blueprint, I'm just gonna break it down. Kind of similar to like how Jalen was gonna do it, but I have like a like a blueprint for the mental, the physical. Um, um, spiritual, financial, and we just gonna work it out. And then as the blueprint goes, I'm always leave blank pages for the for the baton to be passed because life changes. You know, yeah. to, today's world not gonna be tomorrow's world for generations to come. So we need that room for for evolution to occur. So as they're taking the lessons that I've formed and then adapting those 
to the current world and they continue to to progress in that world. Mm-hmm. So that's how I'm, that's how I'm gonna kick it. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mike? I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, man, my. I mean, I agree with Marlo. You know, like I feel like. In every different aspects of the blueprint that we're already building up, that you're gonna have to have different influences and different people that you look up to, inspire, you know. And uh, I, I would say, I'm trying to think who, like one of my favorite people I, look, I like to look after is like LeBron James, right? Like you know, I, I think he's the goat. Mm-hmm. Sorry for my people who love Michael, but um, I just look at like everything in his life, like you know. Been with his girl since he was, you know, 17 years old, right? You don't hear, like, you don't hear nothing. Like, isn't that very, very shocking? Not shocking, but it's just a, a testament to, like, I think his greatness of a role model he is. Is like, you hear nothing about this man. Like, a parking ticket. He ain't never cousin. You know what I'm saying? Like, cousin by y'all. Like, he's always, like, that model citizen type, type of guy. Like, I look at him as that business-wise. Like, how he sees stuff early in the game and just hops on it. And then just goes crazy when it comes to profits. You know, him branding himself. Um, just the different brands that he's created. I, I like to see that type of things as well. Um, he's one of the people that I would say that's the, one of my biggest influences um, as far as like celebrity wise. Um, I mean, I'm kind of on. I'm kind of on the same thing too. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be like friends too, man. Like, do y'all have friends that like influence y'all? Like people in your circle? You know what I'm saying? Like, and it could be small things. You know, like. Hard, like the way they work towards things, you know, the hard, they don't have to have to basically be on the same level of success that you are, or they could be higher, they could be lower, but like certain traits about them, it's like, damn, like, I like that, like, you know, I'm gonna start doing that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sure. so, you know, I say my circle, you know, y'all, y'all brothers, y'all, you know, Jalen, <laughs> boy, you be having me goddamn thinking, boy, like, I'd I be, I be in the car for like an hour, just like, damn. <laughs> That was crazy. Like, Jalen was really talking some real shit just now. Like, you know, like, but I would say, like, people I, I, I leave in my circle, they're my biggest influence as well because people that I'm in the circle with, we're all chasing that goal. Whatever it is, we all have our individual goals, but it's like we all are still striving in the same atmosphere of what we want to accomplish in life. So mm-hmm. that's that would just be me, for real. Like, my blueprint still being built. I know I'm going to pass that bitch down, though. Yeah. I'm gonna pass that book down for sure. My name's gonna be on that motherfucker. Exactly. Man, there's so much to unpack over here. I so foundationally we understand that at its root legacy, we we have a mission that we've been assigned, right? From the most high, from the Lord, from God. And that mission can always change, right? You can be give you can be tasked with something. And then maybe you accomplish it, maybe not. But along the way toward that, maybe it deviates and you realize that it's another mission that you have to fulfill. And so it's always interesting when we're thinking about legacy and associating it so much with generational wealth, which, of course, is very important. But I think it's also important that we recognize that your success can take you places that if you're not ready your character can't keep you. And so when we're thinking about the success of character, speaking to Jalen's point, uh, what are just some 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 adjectives, some words uh, that are important to you 
that you think make up a great character for your son, your daughter, your wife, your uh, people to come after you that you would like to see? And how is it that we can create and replicate great character in generations to come after us? Because the, the, the wealth, you do this in business, you take these steps, but I, I've, I've never heard anyone discuss how do you pass down great character? How do you pass down honor? How do you pass down lineage? Like, how do you how do you get to a place to where respect, mutual respect? Like, how do you get to a place to where you're passing down your values? Because I think that that's something that's always been important to, for me personally and with, with whoever, you know, I, I take that next step with. I've always looked at whether our value systems align. That's been like the barometer on whether or not this is truly going to be successful, whether it's been in a friendship, a relationship, a business. Do our values align? Because that's always going to be like that, that intermingling point. So for you all, what makes up your value system? Right. What makes up your value system? And do you think it is possible to pass down great character? How would you do that? Hmm. I mean, I definitely think it's possible. I mean, it's, I mean, it is possible. It's, I, I think it's all about the example that you, you know, that you've seen or that you set yourself. You know, like you said it. I, I want to say the last episode when you're talking about your father and your grandfather. Like you saw them go to work every day, not complain, take care of business, take care of home. Like, and that made you do what? It made you want to do the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. the way I see my father, the way I see him. You know, love my mom for twenty some years. You know, like the. You know, just seeing their marriage unfold in front of my eyes made me see that that's what I want. And that's the type of man I want to be, you know, in my marriage. So I would say it's just based off example when it comes to passing that stuff down. And I guess the biggest words, because you asked that question. Yeah, like which words? Would you- I mean, the words for me would be just, I, I would say integrity, right? Doing, doing the, you know, doing the right thing when nobody's looking, right? Mm. And I even say that's including yourself. Like, you know, being honest with yourself. Like, hey, like, like damn, right, bro. Like you know, you got you know you're supposed to get in the gym, bro. What you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, like what you doing, bro? Like, come on, stop playing. Like, mm-hmm. so I would say integrity, um, discipline, right? Like waking up every day at five o'clock in the morning. You know, doing that same. Because I mean, isn't that the only difference really between successful people and not successful people? Right? Like, look at Nipsey. Right? What did he say all the time? Bro, I never quit. It's a marathon. Mm-hmm. I just kept doing the same thing over and over again. And I know I'm going to hit because I'm consistent. Mm. So integrity, consistency, bro, discipline, those are my three. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it short, bro. Because, I mean, to for that question, I feel like Jalen really truly explained that when he was talking about the mission in our mission statement. And then... Um, absolutely, we can pass that down. Um, my words will, of course, be consistent. See, um, integrity, honesty, all the words, curiosity, like all the words, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Transparency, being vulnerable, bro. Like, 
Accountability. 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 Come on, bro. Accountability. That's it. We have to normalize. We have to normalize accountability. And we have to learn to get in our feelings when somebody holds us accountable. Right, bro. Right. And plus, like y'all said, bro, like, I'm going to keep it short as well. It's just like uh ran out of water, drunk all the water. Um Mike said it. Mike yeah, said it. You know, I said it earlier. It's just lead by example. Lead by example. That is the easiest way to do it because Porter, you was fortunate enough to see your, your grandpops and your pops get it done. You know what I'm saying? And where they fell short, you saw clearly. Because in their consistency, you were able to see the consistent gaps that needed to be filled and how you're going to color it in with your own respective life. Because you are coming from a different generation. Right. You're going to adapt the same principles. Ain't nothing new under the sun. But there is Instagram under this sun compared to our parents' generation. You get what I'm saying? There is social media and there are other factors and facets in our life that is different from our previous generation that they will never understand. So, But those principles should remain the same. Because if you've seen it consistent enough, it should be something that is easily instilled in you, and that's what it did for you. You you had the insight, like you said last episode, to jump on it for your grandma. Because you you had consistent principles that was pumped into you enough to see where the gaps were. And it was a you said it came to you clear as day. I gotta do something to you know to get my grandmother's affairs in order, get my grandparents' affairs in order. That was because you had consistency in front of you. You didn't have mess, you didn't have clutter, you didn't have any fall-offs, you didn't have complaints. You didn't have any clouds of dust to get in the way of your vision. You could see clearly what was happening. And the best way to do that is to lead by example and be transparent. Like kids are always going to view their parents as superheroes. But if you lie and cut corners and all this other stuff and you try to make too many fairy tales as I get older and become more conscious of our circumstances and you keep playing yourself as a parent, then you're giving me too many distractions that will not lead me down the path to finding my principles and values more easily. You're giving me all this, you're giving me all this sin, you're giving me all these bad habits. And that's where the curses come from. Mm-hmm. Because if no one is no one is holding that person accountable to their bad habits, mm-hmm. how will it stop? You're not gonna stop the grandchildren from seeing it because they're always in your household. So now, boom, boom, you already got the, 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 the parent, you got the kid. Who is the son or daughter of the parent, and then you got the grandparent. And it all came from the grandparent down. It was over. Because you created, you created that culture. You led by example in other ways, more deleterious ways, more hurtful ways, more harmful ways that are more lasting and fatal than any cancer. It's, it's giving wrong messaging. A lot of the things we're doing in breaking ground as millennials is trying to dismantle that wrong messaging. And create a new path, forge a new culture. But you first have to take accountability, be transparent, be humble, and always never stop learning. Education is not housed in a school building. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep saying that. Never stop learning how to be the best version of yourself. Mike said it in the health tips. Never stop doing that. Once you get comfortable, once you get complacent, that's when shit stops. Right. So take all that into account. Take all that into account. And I know Jay Sons wrap it up, man. I'm hearing the, hearing, yeah, I'm hearing the cameras so, click. I'm hearing the cameras. So and I'm like, oh. I, I think I think this this the hot question, All right. right? The hot question, right? Oh, yes, boy, not the hot question. The hot question. The final episode of the season. Final 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 episode of the season. I, I I have to ask, right? I have to ask. When you think about your legacy and the fact that mortality is something that we 
cannot escape. It's something that is there that is going to happen that one day we will transition, right? What is it that you want to be remembered for? Like a particular thing or are you looking for an adjective? Anything. Oh, okay. I mean, for myself, um, I guess my biggest thing for to be remembered for, um, one of my biggest goals in my life after I reach the success and goals that I want to reach is I want to um, change the jail system. But I want to do it from a different angle. I feel everybody, everybody's been attacking the same angle. I want to attack it more of like a, on a financial standpoint, right? So one of the things I want to do is I, I want to, um, or the people who are in jail or incarcerated, um, I want to start letting them learn how to trade in, mm-hmm. in markets, like stock markets, you know, trade, crypto, commodities, whatever. So then when they get out, they'll, they can come to like, one of, you know, uh, institution I have set up for him, you know, like where you can like stay there and, you know, get on your feet and stuff like that. And if you prove to me that, you know, I, I can believe you can become a successful trader, I'll front you the bread. Like, cause I feel like a lot of when it comes to people going, you know, a lot of repeat offenders, people going back, you know, in and out of the jail system all the time. Right. I feel like it has to do with like the system itself. Like I go to jail for something. Now it's on my record. I can't get a job to provide for my family. So I'm going to do go back to the streets. Well, how about we just show them another way? Like, Okay, cool, bro. You can make, you know, I don't know, bro. You, you make $100 selling an ounce, right? Like, illegally. Why do that illegally when I can show you how to make, you know, $10,000 in 10 minutes? You know what I'm saying? Or in five minutes, legally, just by learning some type of fundamentals. That's one of my biggest goals in my life is what I want to be remembered for. Because I want to change something and I just want to go at it from a different angle. I know it was a little different. No, that was good. No, 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 that makes sense. And that's you all the way for sure. As soon as you said John, I already knew where you was going. Um, for me, <laughs> I mean, you know, I just want to be remembered as that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you know, y'all gonna try to keep that shit cute. Yeah, but yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be remembered as that nigga, like, Granddaddy did that shit. Yeah. A great granddaddy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. when I say that nigga, not in the sense of also, like, of course, wealth, but just in, this, in the sense of just being an honest man, uh, living my life in uh, righteousness, and just um, just taking care of the family, taking care of the home, uh, taking that self-preservation uh, tip, and then just spreading it once... Uh, yeah, so taking that self-preservation tip and just taking care of me and my surroundings. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then with that, then I'll get into the the, the community things and, and building real estate and all that. And um, ideally, if God willing, I want to ultimately close the web back. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to close the work up. Absolutely. Like, even though possibly we might be behind, but I want that percentage. I want to be on their ass. So we're going to be on it, bro. Real quick. This is on eight. It's coming, bro. We're on eight. I mean, open up. As we say, I think by the, a couple of episodes ago, like, we need a Greenwood in every major city. By, by, I think by the time our kids have their kids, so by the time we're grandparents, mm-hmm. 
that gap gonna be closed. For sure. I truly believe that. Yeah. That's sort of sweet. Yeah, bro. What what you got? I'll go after you. <laughs> Man. So many different things. I, I I think one of the one of the one of the main things that I would like to be remembered for is when I think about the civil rights movement, they started with the organiz- organizing and then transitioning that into the politics. And for me, I would like to pick up where they left off, which I believe is in the economic empowerment. Mm-hmm. And uh, specifically, I would like to create the infrastructure, the long-term sustainable infrastructure to employ our people collectively. I think that many of us are capped in our voices and expression and our ability to truly be ourselves because we have to acquiesce to the power structure that is in place that we rely on for our basic necessities. And so I would like to see a reality in which we have created and provided for our own necessities and how we then move with, quote unquote, the opposition. Will we look at it differently? How will we how will we navigate that? How will we speak when we know that we are empowering ourselves? And so that's always been my interest in terms of for our people collectively. Um, uh, personally, I want to die on eat. And what I mean by that is everything. Like every anybody that knows me, I want you to know, well, mm, he go hard. Whatever, what, like what, 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 whatever, whatever it is, whatever it is, he give it one hundred and fifty percent. Like he's, he's, he's approached the way that the way that I approach the game, right? Because, because sometimes I think that we confuse like winning. Like people want to like win all the time. Right. I haven't always been winning, right? Like even in, a, even like I think about like with basketball, I think about a season. You don't win every game, but you can still have a successful season when you're hosting that trophy, right? And so for me, that's how I, it's the way that I approach it. I want I want I want people to remember the way that I approach the game of life. I never complained. I never I never was in a position where I looked at somebody else win and I hated on them. I didn't do that because when I because when I when I saw people win, when I when I was when I was failing tests, when I was missing certifications, when I didn't have a job. When I was when I when I was when I was trying to figure out how to get from point A to point B and I saw everybody around me and everybody smiling and everybody winning and everybody talking about what they won and, and this award and that award. Not once did I say, why not me? Not once did I say that should be me and not you. Not once did I say that because that's your time and my time going to come. So I want to be remembered for being able to exercise that level of humility and that patience and that genuine support. I want to see you win, bro. And I'm going to win too. It might not be right now, but my time coming. And then we're going to win together. And so I just, I so for, for the inspiration of that, to be remembered as that, for people to understand that no matter what you go through, we will persevere. No matter what they tell you, we're going to survive. No matter what they do to you, they ain't going to make you fold and they ain't going to make you break. So if anything, I want to be remembered for being able to keep keep that at a high level. Relentless. Relentless. For sure. And I just want to be the person 
when all of us died a hundred. And as we get into that, that, that mark, you know what I'm saying? I just want to be a person to help restore that ecosystem. I want to be the energy source. You know, become that, that Clarence Avon in a way. That person you can go to to give you peace and sense of, sense of clarity. You know, uh, I want to be classified as more like a, you know how to say angel investors, I want to be like more of an angel consultant. Whereas like, I'm just coming in to reassure you on what you already know mm. and be gone. Mm. You may pay me a retainer or I may do it off the strength. Mm. Most likely, I'll do it off the strength mm. because my payment isn't in the form of currency. That's physical. See what I'm saying? Mm. My form of payment is by grace. Mm. I'll take my grace and gratitude in return. I'm a businessman now. I got family to feed. I got a generational wealth I'm trying to build now. But the part of my purpose, the part of the legacy, is to be a part of this ecosystem that we all are speaking of. Mm-hmm. I look forward to what this podcast can bring us, you know, together as men and what we and how we invest in each other's dreams and abilities and hold each other accountable and lift each other up because we're going to go through our failures. We're going to go through our lessons and, our, you know, we're going to go through our lessons. But to never waver from the mission, because we do this as a collective in order for that, in order for us to close the wealth gap, that was a collective effort. Mm. Right. In order for us to be able to create that generational wealth to help change institutions that were unnecessarily and unlawfully unlawfully criminalizing our people, it takes a collective effort. Mm. And I just want to be that person who had his hand in everything. And I want to show my kids and my grandkids that you can do your part. By literally putting your shoes on, getting your jacket if it's cool, and going out there and doing your part. You don't have to always be the CEO of a 501c3 or nonprofit, but you can volunteer or you can have a friend who's trying to build one and you can be in a position to invest in theirs. And you also can be a constant contributor in their efforts by giving your blood, sweat and time as a volunteer. You don't have to always be the man to be a part of making change. You don't have to always do that. And in turn, your legend will organically be created and people will look back at you like a Clarence Avon and be like, yo, this person always put me in position. They gave me the wisdom. They gave me the relationships. They hell, they may have just invested in me, you know, whether it be physically, mentally, whatever, spiritually. I want to do that in my own way. But I want our people to be conscious of where they are and where they stand. That's where that sociology comes in. Absolutely. So me, when Mike was saying like, oh, how sometimes me and you have our conversation, you sit in the car and you thinking. Sometimes I sit back and I think to myself, like, damn, like, what am I contributing to, like, my brothers, like, my friends? I got to think about that. Mm-hmm. Because Marlo's the business guy. He be giving me game mm-hmm. on business. Mm-hmm. You know, you give me game on business law. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Mike, you give me, you know, everything, bro. <laughs> you know, whatever you got to give, you give me. Because you're always shit, hustling. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. You always hustle. You always got your hand in things. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you just tell me what's on your mind. Five. Sometimes you're not telling me about a move. Sometimes you're telling me what's on your mind. Sometimes you're not telling me about how to get it. Like, you just, just, you just give me everything. All y'all do too, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying off the top of the head, like, what y'all give me that's tangible. And I think to myself, like, damn, like, what am I giving to y'all? And then it, it clicked when you was talking. And I was like, I just give y'all the feeling. I give, I, I give the energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I give the reassurance that you can do this shit. Yeah. Because I'm, here, I'm in here in the trenches with you. 
Right. We all grew up on the South Side, East Side boy. We all grew up <laughs> on the South Side. You know, we knew what it was like. Exactly. So I'm right there with you. I witnessed it too. Yeah. I'm not complaining either. Mm-hmm. It's stressful for me too. I have doubt too. But I know I'm going to get on my grind and be consistent in what I got to do so I continue to stay in school. I continue to make sure whatever move I'm in, I give it my, my 110%. I try to shoot my, to be the best of honors or everything. I try to put my hand in everything to showcase that I'm willing to put it all in the pile for a bigger purpose. And I just want to be one of those, one of those nets, um, one of those, one of those glues, those, those adhesives that don't break. To keep our culture, our new ecosystem that we're creating as this millennial generation intact. Intact. Legacy. Mm. Honestly, on the table. Let's go. Season one. Done, man. Season <laughs> one. Sheesh. Season one. Yeah. episodes, sir. man. So. Man. Oh, man. We got to do it like yeah, that, bro. Yeah, yeah. Do it like that. My brother. I still, it's the end of the episode. I still ain't got a handshake, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. We're going to give a season two. Yeah, man. I'm going to create songs. Were you ever watching a basketball game, bro? Is he like the handshake they do with the nigga? Bro. Yeah, but they be having like a handshake.